Noise department. She ran into Nicolas Cage at Frankie's Tiki Room. Yeah, I was super smooth, too. He, like, came up to the bar and started ordering drinks. And I was like, you need some help getting back to your booth with those four drinks? And then he's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, no, but I want a picture. <laughs> and I'm like, cheese. You are so smooth. Um, Jose heard him in the bathroom, like, totally farting. <laughs> So, Jose and I have very different experiences of Nick Cage that night, but they're both <laughs> equally special. This is Thirst Trap, a beverage industry podcast. And I'm your host, Tracy Bradley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to our holiday slash my birthday slash last ep of the year podcast. And I have the most special guest today in the studio. And I mean, literally, the most special guest. You've heard me talk about her on every single episode, and I have her here with me today. Why don't you introduce yourself, child? Oh my God, stop. (laughs) It's me, Taryn, her daughter. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. I just thought that this would just be the perfect episode to end the year. And say thank you so much for listening. And now you've heard about her. She really does exist. And she's also my favorite person in the whole world. So hence the reason why I talk about her all the time on my podcast. This is um, actually my birthday gift to you. It's just my presence, man. Well, okay. I, I'm here for it. Just kidding. I got you so much stuff. You know what? Even if it was just your presence, I would be okay with that. I know you would. (laughs) So um, to start us off today, I have made us some spiced mulled cider and I put a little splash of something extra in it for us today. And that would be the Savage and Cook Bad Sweater circa 2019. Circa 1873. Circa 1873. No, uh, from uh, 2019, I believe, mm-hmm. is uh, when we launched that, right before the plague happened. Mm-hmm. Um, when I used to be a brand ambassador for Savage and Cook. And if you haven't tried them, you have to try it um, again. I don't know if they make this anymore at the holidays. This was the first year that they did it. But um, it's very delicious in our spice cider today. Yes, I agree. That uh, pre-plague whiskey is just so good. Yeah. It tastes, it's, it, there's less pain in yeah, it. Yeah, there's less pain in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really taste yeah. the happiness. Absolutely. So what's going on? Well, I thought we could drink some things and talk about some things that we like to drink around the holidays. I, and I think that's a great idea. Well, good. Um, that's what I brought. So that was okay. And I also brought some things. So this is going to be a wild ride today, folks. We're just partying. It, it is Friday after I'm all. I'm partying with my adult child. I certainly drink seasonally. I change to hot coffee and hot tea once the weather starts cooling down. And I crave those fall and winter spices and my drinks. And I, you know, I'll I'll go to like creamy drinks and I want the nutmeg and the cinnamon and the peppermint and all of those sweeter, you know, more cozy tasting things for sure. Things that'll warm you up on a on a cold winter's day. And let me preface cold. Um, we live in Las Vegas, 
So if you're listening for from somewhere that has horrible winter weather, we're sorry. Um, this is just the norm for us. And to us, this is cold. It <laughs> is right now 55 degrees outside and it is freezing. So I made peppermint matcha what? last week and it was so freaking good. And that's just like another like I'll just have regular matcha, mm-hmm. you know, in summertime. But I was like, why not try it? And it was unreal. It was so good. So any matcha heads out there. So Taryn has worked in the beverage industry, just so you know. In a in a previous life. In a previous in a previous I ran a life, bar. She ran a bar. It's more of a hobby now to create stuff. And I only do it for like parties or whatever. But I have been making some stuff. Oh. One thing that I do love in the winter time, and it's not even really a drink, to be honest, but it's fire cider. So, you you know, you infuse apple cider vinegar with like horseradish, turmeric, ginger, jalapenos, onions, lemons, and then you strain it all out. And then you take a shot of it like when you're feel like you're coming down with something or need a little immunity boost. OK, yeah. You know what? I, I saw um, Candace Campbell. Oh, yeah. She she did a TikTok of that, I believe. I did not bring that, though. Okay. Um, so one of my favorite, we'll just start here. One of my favorite winter holiday beers is Celebrator. Okay. By, oh, my God, I'm going to butcher this. I only speak English, so please, like, you know. Is it A-ing- Give me some grace A-inger? Ainger. Ainger. I'm going to say Einger. That is A-Y- totally wrong, I'm sure. I-N-G-E-R. It's German. I don't speak German. Anyway, um, so it's a double-bock, doppelbock. And it's my absolute favorite for the wintertime. I love a bock in the winter. Darker beers, obviously. Um, and this one's a lot of... It's a robust, like, dark beer. Like, when, you, when I think of winter, I think of a bock. <laughs> That's just kind of where my head goes. So... Right, cheers. Cheers. So, yeah, we, I mean, we don't have to talk about this forever. I just I just this, this is what I think of when this I think is of really like, nice. Winter actually. beer. I love, you know. Yeah, I haven't had this yet. I doppelbach. I want to say that I I saw it. Um, At Lee's, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I've been looking high and low for the Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome Ale. So. If anyone knows where I can find one, let me know. Mm. Mm. I'll keep an eye out. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, it's not the most interesting thing ever, but it's delicious. Dark, malty, rich. It is. And it is 6.7%. Okay. So this one is more of like my traditional classic. the, the, The celebrator is more of that, like, what I think of when I think of like a cozy beer. Uh-huh. This one I discovered last year, I want to say. Oh, Prairie. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's Seasick Crocodile by Prairie Arsenals. Um, and it is a sour brewed with cranberries, ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg. What? Dude, it is so freaking... Can we cuss on here? Yeah. You can say whatever you want. It is so fucking good. Um, I, I was at a play with Kelly, and we went over to... Berlin, I want to say. Their beer list is awesome. They have just really anything you can think of, but with an emphasis on sours. So, yeah. So, I had, we had this. I think we wound up getting like another one each because it was so good. So, 
So yeah, again, um, cranberries, ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg in this sour. And this, I believe, is my very first prairie. I don't think I've ever had prairie. Shut before. up. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. Well, you might be getting some more stuff for your birthday because <laughs> prairie. Oh my god, I love prairie. They have this one. The name escapes me, but it tastes like um, like sherbet ice cream, like the lime and the cherry and the whatever. Oh, my God. It, it's it's amazing. It's so good. They, all their sours are super good. I don't know, honestly, if they make any other type of beer because I just love their sours so much. So, yeah. OK, well, so cheers. Cheers. OK, that's amazing. Dude, right? It's a sour, guys, but it's not like super sour. You get ginger Mm -hmm. right off the right off the bat you get the ginger for Mm -hmm. sure yeah and then like it's like a cranberry finish it is a christmas sour and it is it is not super sour it's perfection it is perfection oh oh my god i know that this was the other day but do you remember that sour we had i could not stop talking about it i could not stop talking about it on tuesday when i was at tanea creek yeah, dude. Katie, who was beer tending that day, said, you need to try this sour. And she she was not wrong. It was so good. This Abel Baker sour. Oh. But yeah, but I couldn't stop talking about the beer zombies because most every beer zombie beer that I've ever had has always been a hazy IPA. Yeah. Of some sort, whether it's a double or a triple, just in your face IPA, hazy, you know, and I'm not always in the mood for that. I love hazies. Don't get me wrong. And Beard Zombies does a good job. But holy crap, that beer knocked my socks off. Yeah, I remember the label had like the Christmas vacation, electric electrocution. Yeah. How do you, you know, yeah, whatever. That, yeah, that Chevy Chase thing. being electrocuted yeah, yeah, yeah. by the Christmas but lights. But it was like a zombie. Yeah. So I don't know the name of it, but if you're out there looking for it, it's Beer Zombies and it's Christmassy and it's incredible. I should have looked it up, my bad. So I don't know if you even want to like, go here but i just i love a creamy drink around this time of year so i got us peppermint rum chata (laughs) i'm not mad about that that's you know that's just for funsies we don't have to like go into the tasting notes of um fucking peppermint bark rum chata but yeah maybe for dessert after yes um but here's what i'm most excited about is this year i made limoncello for everybody what yes so yeah so i got the um New Amsterdam 100 proof vodka and then I peeled lemons they've been sitting for a long time and I made the simple syrup for it today so let me know if it's too sweet or what this is my first time trying it I really wanted to do the arancello so maybe next year okay with orange and then I also made a vanilla simple I was thinking about like vanilla mancello (laughs) it sounded cooler in my head yeah yeah (laughs) um I think the lemon might be too strong. It might kind of cancel out the vanilla. But anyway, um, this is, yeah, everybody is getting this for Christmas. So spoiler alert. But And we're not mad about it. (laughs) Well, cheers. 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 You made that. Is it a bit sweet? It's just right. You think so? It's sweet and tart. Yeah. No, that's really good. That's really good. Very smooth. Because it's a hundred proof, I went I went double on the sugar and the okay. and the syrup. So yeah, that's good. I'm gonna tinker with it. This is the only bottle that I've like sweetened so far, so I might tinker with it a little bit. But no, that is really good, and it's gonna be soaking for another week 
week and a week and, week and, and a half. half or whatever. Yeah. So, yes. so it'll be a little even more lemony by then. Yeah, this is really yummy. Yay, I'm proud of myself. Mm. You should be proud of yourself. That's really delicious. That's super good. Yay. I made a lot of it, so I'm glad it came out good. <laughs> <laughs> did you how many gallons of New Amsterdam 100 proof did you buy? I bought two of the big 1.75s, oh, okay. so however much. I think probably I'll get I'll yield like seven of these or eight. So, well, I brought stuff too. Oh my god, really? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I brought. Okay, if if any of you turned into episode one, the very first episode, my friend Lauren brought this lovely, lovely mezcal that is pink from the shells of the beetles in oh, Mexico. Yeah. And Taryn had not yet tried it, even though it's been sitting in my house ever since we did that episode in July. But um, yeah, so I've been dying for her to try it. It was on the shelf when I was grabbing the Savage and Cook whiskey uh, for the cider today. So I brought that along and a brand that I have been so excited to try, Betty Booze. I've been dying to try it because the owner is a woman um, who loves to, even though she doesn't drink alcohol, she loves to uh, make cocktails and cook and she loves to use different flavorings and things. So I was very excited to try it. I have tried also her. She has a line of mixers as well called Betty Buzz. But this is a new, this is an extension off the mixers called Betty Booze. And they are canned cocktails. And so what I brought for us today was the sparkling bourbon with apple, ginger, and sour cherry. And then there is a sparkling tequila with oak smoked lemonade. That sounds amazing. You have to try it. Okay. I Absolutely. Do the oak smoked lemon one first. You want to do the tequila one first? Mm-hmm. Isn't the owner Serena from Gossip Girl? Blake Lively. Yes, it is. God. Do you still love Gossip Girl? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad to know that because I'm currently binging that right now. Oh, I have not watched the new one, though. I refuse. Oh, no, I tried. I tried. I gave it like three episodes and then I was out. I was like, no. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw an IMDb that it has like four stars or something really bad. And, and I'm pretty like, sure that I'm HBO good. canceled it after the first season. Oh, well, you know what they didn't cancel? The OG. No, they they would never do that because. Because <laughs> it's perfection. That's funky. What is. Hmm. OK. But it's good. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's also low ABV, too. It's like. I don't know. See, this is what I would drink in the summer. Yes. Not during the holidays. Yeah. But it was really tasty. It's really good. It's, it's flavorful. I get some vanilla in there. I was just about vanilla? to say, yeah, I just picked up the can to look at it because I'm totally tasting vanilla. Oh, my God. Vanilla Mancello. I am Serena from Gossip Girl, yes, dude. Yes, you are. Yes, oh. you are. Absolutely. Yeah, there's totally got to be some vanilla going on in here. Um, Yeah, it's yummy. I think it'd be tasty by a pool. Um, but no, it's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. You go, Serena. All right. All right, Blake Lively. We've got her on one, but this this is my personal favorite, the bourbon one. Okay, so that might be more wintry, probably. This is, yeah, but it's sparkling bourbon with apple, ginger, and sour cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apple, ginger, sour, cherry. Okay. It's really, I really like this a lot. 
I find it very delightful. Super ginger. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Woo. That's but super you ginger. Get, you get different notes. I do like it. I wouldn't call it sour cherry. And I, I don't really taste that. Maybe I have every other flavor in the world in my mouth now because we drink everything. <laughs> so we didn't do a palate cleanse, everyone. Yeah. So um, no, that's good. And this is definitely more wintry. Throw a little bit of cinnamon in that. Done. And I brought cinnamon sticks. Yeah. No, this is really good. Yeah. This is I, a- I mean, I'm not mad about it. I think this is really, really well done. I mm-hmm. like it. You know, it's a ready to drink cocktail in a can. Oh, that's what I was going to say. These are great for ready to drink cocktail. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to do anything. It's got all the flavor in there. And a lot of them are so sweet and like syrupy and just not great. And these taste actually like pretty clean and like have interesting flavors and stuff. So I definitely do think that these are really good. Are there more than just these flavors? There's one more tequila one. Okay. I think it's like tequila lime or something. It kind of. To me, sounds like the fact that there's two tequilas and a bourbon and there's not like a vodka, a gin, a rum means that they're actually putting some thought behind it, too, which is cool because oftentimes they just these canned cocktail companies just throw out like whatever, just appease the masses of whatever you want to drink. We've got it. And it's never that great. And it's mass produced. It's overdone. It's yeah. These are super yummy. Thanks for sharing. You're very welcome. I'm going to put a little bit of the limoncello and the lemon. Oh, okay. She's putting some of her homemade limoncello into the the sparkling tequila with oak smoked lemonade. Betty booze. Let's see what she thinks, folks. All right. I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I think I just... I think so, I need to get in touch with Serena from Gossip Girl because that like, is delicious. Like, if you're listening... Like lively, if you listen to my podcast, which I'm like lively, I know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) So, Taryn, when you ran that bar, is there anything exciting that happened? Okay, do you remember the last time it snowed in Vegas? I think it was like in a February. Yeah, because yeah, I always know when it snows because I take pictures of my diving board covered (laughs) in snow. Okay, it's a snowy night in Vegas. About to close up the bar for the night because nobody's out on a snowy night in Vegas. (laughs) And about five minutes before I'm going to lock the door, a group of people walk in. I'm like, cool. I haven't had people all night. I'll I'll, I'll come on in, you know, whatever. Let's do this. Um, One of those people was Joseph Gordon Levitt. What? Just walks up to the bar and is like, hey, can I get a ginger beer? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? You know? And um, that's he all a, he wanted was just a ginger beer. He got a ginger beer. Everybody else. It was. um, Everybody else got a shot of Fernet, too. It was, mm-hmm. those, you know. The downtown guys back then. Oh, OK. So he was with those guys. He's with. Yeah. Well, he's with um. Tony Shea. I think maybe he did like a talk or something at Zappos that day. I'm not really sure why oh, he was there. Okay. I didn't even know. But yeah, just it was a snowy night. J- 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt came and I served him ginger beer. And I swear it sounds like a dream I had one time. (laughs) Well, yeah. So we love him. And he was a cool dude. Like super nice. Yeah. Nice, respectful. Okay. Just a a dude. Yeah. Exactly how I would. Just a dreamy dude. How I would want him to be. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that was one of quite a few over the years but that one stands out because it was just this cozy night i was taking pictures of the snow on the patio and then all of a sudden joseph gordon levitt walks in i'm like what the fuck is going on like, i'm like where am oh, i hello, joseph gordon levitt yeah. so yeah that was you do all the fun things without me he rented she ran into nicholas cage at frankie's tiki room when i was on vacation and oh, i wasn't my even God. here that was and then awesome i'm getting too. pictures from my daughter with her and nicholas cage I'm sitting at frankie's tiki room Dang. Yeah, I was super smooth too. He like came up to the bar and started ordering drinks, and I was like, "Oh my god, Jose, I'm gonna go get us drinks." He's like, "We just got some." I'm like, "I don't care." And I like go up to the bar, <laughs> I stand next to him, and I didn't even like order my drinks. He just ordered four and only had two hands, and I totally was like, "I have two hands. Do you need some help getting back to your booth with those four drinks?" And then did. And then he's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. That's so cool. And I was like, he's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, no, but I want a picture. <laughs> and I just got in his little booth with his posse and I'm like, cheese. You are so smooth. Um, Jose heard him in the bathroom, like totally farting. <laughs> so oh, Jose yeah. and I have very different experiences of Nick Cage that night, but they're both <laughs> equally special. Um, do you have anything else? Is there anything that stands out to you working in the beverage industry as a woman? I mean, I got out of the beverage industry because of the way it treats women. That was definitely one of my deciding factors. I like freaked out and I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I need to go back to school. I need to do something else because this isn't it. Like between randos ordering drinks and hitting on me to you know, pay gaps between men and women. And oh, yeah. just like... That's a big one. You know, you're not taking this seriously. And I was really serious. I put my heart and soul and so many hours and sweat into building that bar and building another bar. And it just never... I was made a lot of promises and I they were never fulfilled, you know? And I bet you if I was a man, it would have been a lot different. Oh, 100%. And it's not because I'm not, you know, aggressive or sure of myself. I really just think that I'm kind of an afterthought when it comes to the beverage industry. And I'm not taken as seriously as a man. And that sucks. And yeah, definitely a huge contributor to why I got out of that industry completely. And I am super appreciated in the tax field. (laughs) So... Yes, yeah, so it's like it's like a woman left. dominant yeah. uh, uh, field, really. <laughs> so really I'm very is. comfortable in tax. <laughs> Lastly, I have to ask, not as your mother, but as your podcast host, <laughs> what was your gateway? Or loco? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. It was Sparks. What is Sparks? It's a like eight percent energy drink. <laughs> With alcohol? <laughs> yeah. It's like 8%. No, I don't know. Um, back in those days, it was like 
I think Keystone and Natty Light were like the beers, but I think the ones, the one that like really got me interested in craft beer and like, oh wait, beer isn't just beer. Like there's different flavors and different things going on in the beer world. Um, it was definitely an IPA, and I'm not sure specifically which one, but the one I definitely remember is Hop Juice. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. well, it was around the house. Yeah. So and your girl left was drinking coast. your hop juice in left high school. Coast. Yeah, yeah. No, that one's super good. Um, I actually haven't had it in years, so I can't. I'm was, sure it's still great. Was that hop juice? Is that left coast? Um, I want to see. Yeah, it's left coast. And remember, we went to that. Just we went to the brewery mm-hmm. in San Clemente. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're super good. Um, Lost Coast also. Right. The Alley Cat Amber and the Great White and like those beers I was super mm-hmm. into. I went to the I went to that brewery when and uh my cousins uh Terry and Danny lived in Eureka, California. Mm. Terry took me to Lost Coast. I had a flight. Yeah, yeah. I I really like their beers. I feel like that kind of opened me up to a lot of different styles and just kind of like introduced me to beer for sure. Um Pyramid, obviously, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> You've listened to the pod, so you already know what my gateway was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's just once I was like, oh my God, beer can taste good. Like, Natty Light isn't it. And um, yeah, I was definitely like one or all of those because I kind of like hit the ground running when I discovered craft beer and started like studying it and, and stuff. And, and um, I, I think that my biggest thing is that I just enjoy drinking interesting things. Yes. Summertime by the pool is great for a Corona, but I'm mostly just wanting to taste things that have different flavors that I might not have all the time or something different. Like even even this this Betty Booze thing with the with the oak and stuff like I have never had that like that specific flavor. Like that's really yummy, you know, so I just like drinking interesting things. And that's why I brought it just like even weird sparkling waters and stuff yeah. like I just need I mean, something just yummy different, different flavors <laughs> something that isn't natty light <laughs> yes exactly well I am so thrilled that you finally came by and that the audience finally gets to put a voice to the name mm-hmm. and a face because we're going to take a selfie after this because that's obligatory when you Ma'am. come on my podcast but yes, um, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and all of your support this year. And I hope that you all have very happy holidays and we will see you next year. Cheers. Cheers. I'm Tracy Bradley, and that's the Thirst Trap Podcast, produced and edited by Gonzo Greg Spillane for Noise Department. Our theme music is composed and performed by Jose Torres. Please like and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts and share with your friends and associates in the beverage industry or anybody who drinks things. You can always visit and contact me at thirsttrappodcast.com and you can find links to all the socials there as well. Till next time, cheers.